It's a battle of good versus evil. We're a team. Friends. Well, it's gonna be up to us again. And good always prevails. Jedi cannot help what they are. Their compassion leaves a trail. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend. Friday, May 27th through Sunday, May 29th. We are counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. If you stayed up late Thursday night to start watching the new episodes, you likely saw the warning that Netflix added to the first episode of Stranger Things 4. The streamer made the move in the wake of this week's school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, that claimed the lives of 19 children and two teachers. The warning card, viewable only to audiences in the U.S., reads, We filmed this season of Stranger Things a year ago, but given the recent tragic shooting at a school in Texas, viewers may find the opening scene of Episode 1 distressing. We are deeply saddened by this unspeakable violence, and our hearts go out to every family mourning a loved one. The episode in question opens on a flashback scene that some viewers may find disturbing, featuring a young Eleven, played by Millie Bobby Brown, in the Hawkins Laboratory, having used her telekinetic powers to kill almost everyone else in the lab, including the other children being experimented on there. Jimmy Kimmel has accepted a Dallas TV station's apology and explanation for cutting short the monologue on his eponymous late-night show Wednesday, during which he spoke passionately about the deadly school shooting in Texas. Local ABC affiliate WFAA issued an apology early Thursday, quote, for technical difficulties that interrupted Wednesday's Jimmy Kimmel Live at multiple points, including during his monologue on gun control. According to an article posted on the WFAA website, the technical error was caused by an automated system that triggers commercials, which kicked in after the station had extended its 10 p.m. newscast for coverage of the shooting. In response to the station's tweeted apology, Kimmel replied, quote, I've known the staff at WFAA personally and professionally for almost 20 years and believe this mistake was made unintentionally. Thanks for reposting and for correcting this error. Sending love to all my friends in Texas. You can watch his full monologue at EW.com. Ray Liotta, the actor best known for starring in such hard-boiled crime dramas as Goodfellas and The Many Saints of Newark, has died. He was 67. Liotta reportedly died in his sleep in the Dominican Republic, where he was filming the upcoming movie Dangerous Waters. He made his film debut in 1983's The Lonely Lady, but got his breakthrough role acting alongside Melanie Griffith and Jeff Daniels in Jonathan Demme's 1986 film Something Wild, for which Liotta earned a Golden Globe nomination. He memorably portrayed the ghost of shoeless Joe Jackson in 1989's Field of Dreams before taking on his most iconic role as Henry Hill, the protagonist of Martin Scorsese's 1990 mafia masterpiece Goodfellas. Following that role, Leota appeared in countless films and TV shows, but mostly in crime dramas, including Copland, Killing Them Softly, and The Place Beyond the Pines. He won a Primetime Emmy in 2005 for his guest role on ER. From 2016 to 2018, he starred as a corrupt NYPD lieutenant alongside Jennifer Lopez in the NBC series Shades of Blue. Most recently, he played one of the divorce attorneys in Marriage Story and the Moltisanti twins Aldo and Salvatore in The Many Saints of Newark, the 2012 prequel film to The Sopranos. 
You can read some of the many touching tributes and reactions to his death, as well as our ranking of some of his best roles at EW.com. And one more passing to tell you about, this one of the four-legged variety. The Chicago Fire family has lost one of its own. Beloved Dalmatian Tuesday, who was first introduced to the NBC drama on season seven, died Sunday following complications from, quote, unforeseen kidney issues, according to an Instagram post from the animal actor's trainer, Christine Mahaney. Tuesday made her Chicago Fire debut after her owner, Darren Ritter, played by Daniel Keery, introduced her to his fellow firefighters. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Calling all material girls. It's time for another sickening week on our number five pick, the new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, All Winners. Last week's two-episode premiere featured some extravagant looks, guest appearances by Naomi Campbell and Cameron Diaz, and some of the most iconic snatch game moments in drag race history, specifically from comedy queen Jinx Monsoon. Deservedly, she won the challenge with her impressions of Natasha Lyonne and Judy Garland, and was able to block Shea Coulee from receiving an All-Stars star next week, which potentially sets her behind the other girls in ultimately winning the crown. Here is a preview of the new episode, catching up with the queens right after last week's lip sync. I've learned of the Platinum Plunger's full potential. Oh, off. I did not know that it is the gift that keeps on giving. Ah, what does that mean? (laughs) Obviously, the Platinum Plunger is just the Platinum Plunger. There is no secret, I made it up. Okay, you see? Wait, you bitches know something that we don't know? Ooh, the anxiety. It makes me feel so much better about getting blocked. (laughs) That's how you play a game, bitch. I mean, Trinity came very close to unlocking its true potential, so if only I can carry it all the way through. (laughs) You can call it mind games, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) Oh, no! I just go with it. I think it's funny. (laughs) All will be revealed. I think that the plunger is exactly where it belongs. Oh, stop it! Well, since there are no eliminations this season, tensions will soon be rising, and Shea Coulee did not come to play, my friends, as she's going to trick the other girls into thinking there's a secret advantage to being blocked. The new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars All Winners is streaming now on Paramount+. Crank up the tunes and get your singing voice ready because it's time for the season premiere of Carpool Karaoke, the series. Everyone's favorite segment from James Corden's Late Late Show has its own standalone show, meaning more cars, more celebs, and, of course, more karaoke. This season includes Simu Liu and Jessica Henwick, White Lotus co-stars Murray Bartlett, Alexandra Daddario and Sydney Sweeney, singers Anita and Saweetie, Mark, Heidi, Dixie and Charlie D'Amelio, and Zoe Deschanel and Jonathan Scott, who actually first met on Carpool Karaoke. Here is a clip of the couple singing Don't Go Breaking My Heart together. Don't go breaking my heart. Honey, if I get restless, 
See if any of these stars sing your favorite songs and listen after the episode when Apple Music launches a playlist consisting of the songs featured across this collection of Carpool Karaoke, the series episodes. The season premiere is streaming now on Apple TV+. It is down to the wire on our next pick, the season finale of The Blacklist. Raymond Red Reddington, played by James Spader, is about to square off with Cooper as they have conflicting end goals for their traitor that scorn both of them. Then the task force has a particularly large secret that ultimately falls into the worst hands possible. Ugh. Here's an exclusive clip from the episode. Someone has to be held accountable. And if it's not Marvin, main justice will go after Harold. It's not hard to accept, Cynthia. It's unacceptable. He is mine to deal with. You'd really rather kill him, even if it means I go to prison. I don't see either of those outcomes as being inevitable. But let's be clear, Harold. You made your bed with every crime you committed, with every day you let pass without coming to me for assistance. So now you have no right to put me at grave risk because you acted with reckless disregard. Disregard for what? Disregard for what? That conversation could begin and end with Agnes alone. Elizabeth entrusted you with her daughter. You took her in. You promised to protect her. That's right. No, I want to say this. I can't defend my mistakes except for to say I committed them all for one reason, to stay out of prison to somehow prevent that girl from losing another parent. You've made a bigger mess of this than either of you realize. That man is my attorney. Do you have any idea how clever a person you'd have to be to fill that position? Hmm, seems like nothing is inevitable for Red except for another season of The Blacklist. It's been renewed already for season 10. But for now, watch the season 9 finale of The Blacklist tonight at 8 on NBC. Trivia. It's trivia time. As we mentioned at the top of the show, Stranger Things is back with a new season. Lots more on that in just a minute. But first, a trivia question about this show's mega talented cast, including some who are pros in both song and dance as well. So which of the following Stranger Things actors has also been on Broadway? Gaten Matarazzo, Caleb McLaughlin, or Sadie Sink? Stick around for the answer and our top two picks of the weekend. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. 
you might know stand-up comic Michelle Buteau as the absolutely hilarious voice narrating all of the action on Netflix's The Circle. That show just had its season finale this week, and you have got to check it out if you have not already. Two Spice Girls catfished all of the contestants. It was brilliant. Anyway, when she's not busy with that show, she is also the host of the podcast Adulting, and she had some choice adult language to describe her recent TV picks when we asked her, what you watching? I am watching Abbott Elementary. Um, it is created by Kinta Bronson. My friend Janelle James is in it, and I just love Brown City Power, honey. Can I say it? Who cares? I already did. You can find it on, I believe, ABC or Hulu or wherever you watch your shows. You better find it. What else am I watching? I'm watching Bridgerton because I'm a woman who likes sex. I mean, like, look, is it hard to get finger f- in the corset? Not anymore. Just kidding. I love I love Bridgerton because it's full of diversity and romanticism, and I'm learning so much about history, LOL. We are journeying into the upside down for the long-awaited new season of our next pick, Stranger Things. In the fourth installment of the hit Netflix sci-fi adventure from the Duffer Brothers, we meet our main characters in the aftermath of last season's mall mega showdown. Billy sacrificed himself to the Mind Flayer, saving his sister Max and her friends. Hopper, meanwhile, is being held as a prisoner in a Russian jail, and Eleven and the Byers family packed up and moved to an another town where they hopefully won't be hunted by giant evil monsters. Sounds like a pretty good idea to me. But now, in the new season, a war is about to break out, and more monsters from the Upside Down seem to be headed right to Hawkins. Here's the trailer. Dear Billy, I don't know if you can even hear this. Ever since you left, everything's been disaster. For a while, we tried to be happy. Normal. I know that's impossible. you guys far from Hawkins because I thought you'd be safe a war is coming I'm afraid your friends at Hawkins are very much in the eye of the storm I don't have my powers how to say this other than just to say it without you we can't win this war see you on the other side on the other side convinced I was put here for some other reason. Maybe I can still help. Even if it's the last thing I do. He 
People say Hawkins is cursed. They're not way off. Well, Stranger Things has certainly always pushed the boundaries of what television can be with its exciting storylines and complex cinematography that is especially being put on display this season. As Finn Wolfhart, who plays Mike, explains in EW's Around the Table with the cast, this season is like five movies rolled into one. This season in all of the storylines are so much like funnier. Like it is, even though it's more horror oriented, like we're straight up in like a, like a stoner um, action comedy, you know? <laughs> and like, that's, you know, we have a stoner action comedy. We have like a Russian prison movie. We have a Scooby-Doo meets like Zodiac killer storyline. Like <laughs> it's like five movies rolled into one and it like totally works. Um, and so that's what makes it really fun as a viewer to watch it and like an actor too, because it's funny that like, yeah, David just like starved himself for like a year. Meanwhile, we're in California, just like, you know, re- where's, where's the map? Like, that's like a very different uh, experience. Well, it seems like the power of friendship is about the only thing that can save Hawkins now. And even though it's made to binge, you're going to have to wait to see the final two episodes this season is split in two with the second half of Stranger Things 4 debuting July 1st on Netflix. All right, folks, grab your lightsaber and get ready for action of galactic proportions. Our number one pick is the series debut of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ewan McGregor reprises his beloved role as the titular Obi-Wan, who we meet 10 years after the disheartening events of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. That is where Obi-Wan saw his best friend and Jedi apprentice Anakin Skywalker become corrupt and sinister, leading him to the dark side and becoming Sith Lord Darth Vader. Now, before the events of A New Hope, Obi-Wan is feeling responsible for his friend taking that turn and is in a great deal of pain. But over the course of the six-part limited series, we'll see Obi-Wan find hope again. Here's a preview. They're coming. Stay hidden. Or we will not survive. leave us alone. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father? You still want Kenobi. He's gone. Maybe you've been looking in the wrong places. I want every lowlife and bounty hunter to squeeze him. Ewan McGregor covered EW's final print issue, 
posed as Obi-Wan, lightsaber in hand. Hopefully you saw that. He spoke about reuniting with co-star Hayden Christensen to bring both of their iconic roles back to life. To see Hayden back in the role of Anakin, well, it was sort of spine tingling. It was, it was amazing, but it was just amazing to see Hayden full stop. I mean, I'm so close with him. We've stayed in touch over the years, but we haven't seen each other for a long time. And as it got closer and closer to the shoot, and um, once Hayden was on board, he was in LA and we met. We, it was during the lockdown and we met in Santa Monica in a park and we both walked along with our masks on outdoors and we had this long catch up. It was so lovely. Like it had just been years since we actually saw each other, not for any reason other than just, you know, just locations and I was here and he was in Canada. And, but I love him so much and we have this very special bond of and making two of the, those first three films together. Well, McGregor knows how excited fans are for the series and the impact it will have. He told EW, quote, It sounds a bit pretentious, but it's nice to make people happy. It's nice to know that by all of our efforts in making this Obi-Wan Kenobi series, the fans are going to be stoked. Stoked? We are indeed. Watch the two-episode series debut of Obi-Wan Kenobi, streaming now on Disney+. Plus. And finally, this weekend, the answer to our trivia question. Which of the following Stranger Things actors has also been on Broadway? Gaten Matarazzo, Kayla McLaughlin, or Sadie Sink? Mmm, we got y'all with another trick question there because the answer is all of them. Gaten, Caleb, and Sadie actually all met before being cast on Stranger Things because they were all on Broadway at the same time, but in different shows. Gaten was in Les Miserables, Caleb in The Lion King, and Sadie in Annie. That is our show for this weekend. We will have more news and must-see picks for you next week, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great weekend. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Callie Shep. Produced by Ashley Boucher, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.